the Hallmarkies podcast. We're here for When Calls the Hallmarkies, our weekly recap show of When Calls the Heart. And we are to talk about the sixth episode of the season. We're talking about love and marriage. And I'm Rachel and Amber is here. Hi, everybody. And Ruth is here. Hey, everybody. Yeah. And so what were your overall thoughts of this episode? I'll start. I actually really enjoyed this episode. And I think partly it's because, and you'll hear, I had like an actual sort of connection with what Philip was going through, which was interesting. And we've learned, we learned through our uh, sort of um, uh, text chat, whatever that we have, that, uh, that, that both Ruth and I have weird eye problems. Well, Ruth, what did you think of it? Did you like it? Overall, yeah, I really liked the episode. I I enjoyed, I enjoyed getting to get, seeing some of the some of the back the back character stories, and so that was that was kind of fun to see that. Amber, um, yeah, so I really did enjoy this episode for the most part. There are some things that I could just do without because yeah. I'm just like oh, I don't care. But it was <laughs> <laughs> for the most part, I really enjoyed it. I really liked that. We got to spend a little bit of time with Florence and a, yes. even less time, but still some time with Molly. Yeah. I really miss them. Yeah. So um, I just really liked it. And of course there was like a major arc that was Lee. I mean, a major storyline that was Lee right. and Rosemary. So. Right. Well, and it might right. make you grateful for your good eye health. <laughs> well, yes. yeah. I'm just like, oh, look at me yeah. with just eyeballs instead of... <laughs> Us in our weird, weird conditions. So, like, what not? Yeah. What I had fingers are my holding up? Three, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> yeah, it. All right, so it starts out the episode with the newlyweds being super cute, and Elizabeth yeah. and Jack. And I was a little bit surprised because have they like followed up that like Elizabeth is all of a sudden a good cook? Because last thing I remember is that she was burning stuff and she was a terrible cook. Well, she was getting better, but I think they did allude to the fact that that uh, wasn't wasn't there a comment made about well, next tomorrow morning she could make him breakfast, and they kind of laughed about it. Well, I was confused by that because I'm like, was that a joke that she's also a bad cook, or is she all of a sudden now a good cook? No, she she's kind of somewhere in between, I think. Okay. I wasn't sure. She's like a passable cook, but like no one that doesn't love her will eat it, probably. (laughs) Right, right. And I'd be, like, I, there's nothing you can do that will make me love you more than making me breakfast. I, my mom didn't make us breakfast very often. It was a special thing, like on her birthdays or whatever, because my mom usually had little ones that she was up with all night. So she didn't make us breakfast. And it was like, special things. So if someone makes me breakfast, I don't care how burnt that bacon is. Like I'm eating it and feeling so happy because I love when people make me breakfast. Uh, But (laughs) it looked pretty good to me. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, well, I, my, my first thought was why aren't you guys on your honeymoon yet? Because I was that, that was honestly my first thought when I saw them, I thought you guys didn't go on your honeymoon yet. Yeah, I guess they were waiting to go to Chicago guess, or something. I guess so. Because I thought that usually you get married and then you go off to your honeymoon. You don't go to Elizabeth's, to, to your now wife's house and, and, <laughs> and 
but but I guess that's what they did. And I guess they were planning to go away. I guess I'm I'm not. I mean, I I know that comes out, but my that was my initial thought was. My, in fact, I actually wondered, did you guys already have your honeymoon? That was my first thought. So yeah. I was yeah. glad that they cleared that up. Yeah. What did you think? Did you want to eat that breakfast, Amber? I'm honestly not a huge breakfast person. Like, I'm a breakfast for dinner person. Okay. But, like, for breakfast, I'm like, mm, can we just wait until, like, 11? <laughs> brunch. You're a brunch person? Uh, yeah, sure. But, like, <laughs> I'm just like, can I just have... I mean, like, to be honest, my favorite breakfast is, like, cold ham and pineapple pizza. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you well. both are, like, gross. I'm saying. <laughs> it's or, on so many levels. But it's just, like, I don't know, like, I'm just not huge into breakfast. Okay. okay. Fair I'm enough. Sure. Uh, okay. So, Rosemary sees all of this, yes. this romance, and she is very jealous. Yep. And so she writes a note in Leyland's lunch. She brings him over this hot lunch and he's just a disaster. Like spilling the soup. And, and I loved it. There was one part where she's like, going to kiss him and he just like walks away. And I'm, I put I on the Twitter, I'm like, he's going to pay for that later. I know. Uh, yeah. What did you think of Rosemary and Lee in this episode, Amber? Um, so I, I mean, obviously Rosemary, like, needs attention she's she's yeah. rosemary yeah. um and but what i do like about it is that like even though rosemary didn't exactly say you're not paying attention to me you're the worst she was making it super obvious and yes. apparent that she yes. needed the attention yeah. so like instead of just being like oh well i guess that's the way it is yeah i mean she literally is like oh so um lee here i am just being sad and alone yeah, <laughs> yeah. right and right. and like he's not dense, so he picks up on it. So right, but I'm able love... to work through it organically. But it was really, yeah. it was like a very real thing. Yes, but <laughs> done in such a fun and comedic yes, yeah. way. Yes, but I love when Rosemary's passive aggressive with these <laughs> food. That's like my favorite thing ever. I know. Like, he's like, it's cold, like really cold. Yeah, <laughs> like I ice know. cold. Well. <laughs> I, I guess know. that's what just happens. Yeah. I think that's so funny. I, 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 yeah, I love those. I mean, I love those two. We all love those two. So yeah. I mean, they, they, they certainly liven things up and, and they're just, that, that's, I was, I was, I'm glad to see, uh, I, well, actually I was glad to see that because you're, you're right that it was, it is realistic because those kinds of things do happen. You, you get married I mean, I can speak from, yeah, I mean, I was married, so I, so I do understand that those things do happen after, after a while, it's really easy to take each other for granted and you don't do those things. And, yeah. and, and yes, it is often the man who's not doing the things and the woman has to come along and remind him. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was just so cute later on, yeah. he makes her the dinner and everything. That yes. was adorable. Oh yeah. Yeah. I noticed you've been feeling a little blue lately. Yes. So cute. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Pastor Frank is back. And this was basically mm. like the way that they were going to write him out of the show. This episode. <laughs> um, and so he's back, but he's not really very happy because he wants to be helping the kids at the children's hospital. Yeah. And so I guess they have supposedly been clergyless this whole time. Yes. Is that correct? Yep. 
Yeah. Interesting. Uh huh. <laughs> so yeah, you have like Frank and Abigail fishing mm-hmm. and yes. whatever. And well, don't forget Cody's there too. So it's, it's a really, cause it's a really, okay. A really, well, no, I'm just saying that because it was a really, it's like you have the whole little group there that it was, cause it was so cool in past seasons frank has become somewhat of a father figure to cody right and so that was a neat that was a really sweet scene to see him back and now i I remember you said your mom is not a pastor frank fan so was she glad to see him yeah she's actually loved having him back um she thought that when he entered um last week she really enjoyed it and she and and she thought she actually thinks that these past two these past two uh, these, these two episodes that he was in this season have been probably some of his best and i would honestly agree with that i think that um i mean i'm sure that mark humphrey realized it you know, these are this is kind of my swan song so i'm gonna really do my best and give it my all and you know maybe in hopes that they might ask me back next season because that'd be Mm -hmm. really nice i mean i mean in truth it would be and there are a lot of hardies who are who are making it very clear that they would like to have him come back that just reminds me uh, that we did find out that season six is a thing and and it's happening so that's very exciting yes uh, so um, yes and i i I just have to brag i am going to brag about (laughs) Because uh, one of the executives at Hallmark made certain that I saw that announcement. Um, she tagged me mm-hmm. and another one of the top parties and with video to make sure that I saw it. And she encouraged me to share it. And, and I kept sharing it. And then it was funny. I shared it on Twitter um, and said that I wish I could share this a million times. I mean, I wasn't really going to share it that many times, but you know you, how you say this. That I just wish I could keep sharing this and sharing this so everybody sees it because that's always the problem. People don't see the announcements very often. Right. I mean, sometimes they mm-hmm. don't. And then, you know, like, you know, six months later, they're going to say, is it renewed? Yeah, didn't you see the announcement from back? But anyway, I, <laughs> Bill Abbott retweeted that. So I thought, oh, that's cool. So it's like, so they were, so, so yes, I was, I felt very special oh my moment of feeling very special so once we're done with pastor frank and then we move on to philip so it turns out he can't see everything on the chalkboard and uh, he ends up going to visit dr shepherd and uh, what was like when they very first diagnosed him i'm like that's not something you need glasses for because so here's my little story (laughs) um Mm -hmm. So I have, some of you that watch the video podcast, you might notice that sometimes I struggle with eye contact. And the reason why is because I have something called a strabismus where I have a lazy eye that I, and where I have one, just like with Philip, he has one strong eye and he has one eye that's weak. And that's the same way with me. And, uh, and so what it does is your brain tells your eyes to look at things with more of one eye because your eyes good and okay. it's actually not something that's helped with glasses so it's like i'll let it slide but glasses really aren't going to help this if he's if he has perfect vision and he can read everything on the thing with one eye but then can't like can't read any of it hardly with yeah. the other eye that's not something glasses is going to help anyway 
Um, and so then they, they kind of end up it saying it's glaucoma mm-hmm. or medical coma, which it yeah. could be possible. That's more of an infection. Whereas like strabismus is just more, your eyes just see things differently. And so your brain it's, so you actually have to have surgery, which right. like forces right. your eyes to, it's trying to get your brain to say, look at it more, look at it yeah. equally. And uh, it can cause you to see double vision. It can cause it, make it really hard to focus. It's really hard. Yeah. It was really hard for me to learn how to drive. Um, there are certain things that were very difficult. Um, yeah. And I had to have two surgeries for it, which is actually really small. Um, yeah. because, uh, because sometimes people have to have seven, eight, nine surgeries because your brain just doesn't want to accept it. And uh, anyway, the only reason I mention all this is because if you, friendly listeners, have a kid who sees double or is struggling to focus, definitely take them into a specialist because this is something that can be easily corrected when they're little and it's way harder if you wait and, right. and fix it like you're old, like I did. And, uh, and it, just through some simple exercises, and I have a whole video, I'll put a link in the description section to my explaining my whole history with this and how I basically ended up getting uh, it like 80% solved. But I couldn't go to 3D movies for a long time, just, and I can never see those stupid magic eye things. It made, mm. those made me so, I still can't see them. They yeah. made me so right. angry. Right. But anyways, I was just totally relating to everything that Philip was going oh. through. And yeah. I thought it was so sweet and I thought, that him and glasses was the cutest thing I've ever seen yes. in my life. Yes. And oh, Ruth, so you had your own sort of. Uh, yes, I, I, I have my, my mine's different. Um, in um, I have had something called optic neuritis in both of my eyes, which really it means the optic nerve um, just they don't and they do not know what causes it. They honestly don't know. They have a lot of theories, but. Um, your, your optic nerve swells up and affects your vision. And I had it in, I ended up getting it in both eyes. I think I had it in my left eye first and then I had it in my right eye. And it happened when I was a teenager and I went through all sorts of tests because it would, the way it works is it would flare up. It would, it would just get enlarged. And uh, my, it, my vision was really cloudy. Um, where I just couldn't, I couldn't see, th- I felt like there was a cloud, like, and sometimes I still, like, there were not just gray spots, but, like, part of my vision, it was like, I, like, half my vision looked like I was looking through a gray cloud, mm-hmm. and then after a while, it, d- it did go back down, but my, op- but both my optic nerves are um, permanently affected as a result, mm-hmm. and so I can, o- the, the best I can see, because I, because I wear contacts, and I have glasses, and the best I can see uh, corrected is um, on a good day is like twenty thirty five. Mm. Is the best I can see. And that, did that start later in life or when you were little? No, that was when I was I was like about fourteen or fifteen. Okay. And I had and I I found out later that they were afraid that I would lose my lose sight in one of my eyes. In fact, when I watched Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman. I don't know if you guys remember um, there that the pastor in town went blind. Mm-hmm. He had the same exact thing, optic oh, neuritis. And yeah. he, and so when I watched that, I was like, oh, that could have happened to me. Oh my goodness. I'm glad that because <laughs> I knew exactly. She said optic neuritis. I'm like, ah, I know what that is. So, so yeah. yeah, it's, 
it is, I don't stop and think about it. You know, I just kind of adjust to it, mm -hmm. but um, there are things that I can't, that I can't, I, I have no peripheral vision. Basically I have, I have very limited, I can say I have very limited. I've, I've gained back some of it, but not very much. Mm -hmm. And so we're both yeah. terrible at parallel parking probably. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Amber, what did you think of poor little Philip and his? Uh, oh, poor bottle? little Philip. He's so cute, and like, so he misses a fly ball, and they're all treating it like he <laughs> dropped the yeah. ball in the World Series. Yeah. Like, first of all, chill out, kids at yeah. recess. Yeah. And then. Anna, once again, is oh, just yeah. being a little rude face to yeah. him. And Cody was... And, yeah. no, and then, once again, it's right in front of Elizabeth. Yeah. And Elizabeth is like, hey, we're nicer to each other. And once again, Anna's just like, sorry, Miss Thatcher. <laughs> Boom. Walks away without apologizing to the kid. Yeah. I like... I think they need to address this at some point <laughs> because she is constantly just like blowing off the actual apology yeah. and just saying she's sorry to, for breaking Elizabeth's rules. And I'm not okay with it. Anyway. And then of course, Cody and Robert were being little bullies. Oh yeah. And like yeah. they, she was like, you guys are in trouble. We are so much nicer than this. Apologize to Philip. <laughs> and so once again, she made them apologize like, poor Robert is Captain Apology. Yeah. And but... Anna is like, Captain doesn't need to apologize. I don't know. It made me mad again. About that scene, though, it was like Opal's shining hour. Like, yes. That's yes. So adorable. Opal. Yes. Like, I think he's like good in classes. Yeah. Uh, Opal is the greatest human. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he's the best. I mean, I was surprised that Cody would say something like that because Cody. I mean, his sister had, was basically special needs for a while. Like she right. needed that, like, and so you think that he would be more sympathetic and kind. Uh, and so that was surprising, but it Robert's was been a bad influence on him, right? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? It's not Robert's fault. I just, I'm just, okay. it's um, Anna's fault. I blame Anna. Yeah, right. So then we get a couple other plot points in this episode. Okay, but, but oh, one sorry. more thing I wanted to bring up with Philip. I think that it's so sad that his father is not there when all this is happening. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I, I mean, I, I mean, I would have thought, my goodness, you can't even leave your job. I guess nobody told him. I guess nobody's telling. Tele well, he was going to leave and go and meet up with them at the hospital, at least. Yeah. I know. It's just like, I would be, of course, I guess that's the thing. I'm it's not mom, like they didn't father. Skype him. They, they he does, <laughs> they weren't like, FaceTime. Hey, <laughs> Philip has to go to the doctor. They could send him like, a telegram or something. Well, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Well, like, they were like, telegram, <laughs> Philip needs glasses. Like, he has to come home for glasses. <laughs> And then, and then it's like, yeah, oh, telegram, we have to take him to the hospital. And yeah. he's like, I'll meet you there at the hospital. Okay. Like, I feel like this is reasonable response. <laughs> but it would but be very what upsetting. What I don't understand is he doesn't have any family in town. Right. So why is Philip not with him wherever he is? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was actually, I think that's, that's what I would be at. I, I'm, I'm with you there. She I said I something care. when she was talking, Elizabeth said something when she was talking with Dr. Carson about, oh, she's, he's living with an aunt or something, right? No, somebody's just like, 
Philip, are you still staying with Mrs. Blavi Fla? Whoever, <laughs> whoever it is. Mrs. Not seen on camera. Right, but... right. <laughs> so uh, that's true. It would be very upsetting. Be away from your child and find out that he's yeah. driving to the hospital, like in any era. But um anyway. <sighs> okay. So I I normally don't like a bill subplot, but I think this subplot may be my favorite bill subplot of all yeah. the subplots. Uh, I thought this was pretty fun actually with this young girl. Yeah. That Laura. With Laura. Laura is that her name? Laura. I can remember her name. Who's played by the wonderful Janea Janea Charpentier? Yeah, she was very cute. I hadn't noticed her on the show as much before, yes. and she gets this um, charity coat, and mm-hmm. she's wearing the coat, and she finds a note in the coat. And, uh, and she asks, uh, Bill as the, you know, head bounty or whatever at the time, Hey, let's look into this note. Let's be a postable. It's like Hope Valley postables. Right. And, oh yeah. People were saying that on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought this was charming. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I did. So has, has she aged out of the country school? Uh, Laura? Yeah. No, she's still, no, she's still in the school. Because I, I don't feel like I saw her in any of the school scenes. Yeah, she has been. Yeah, she has been. But she's usually in the background. They don't always feature her. She often fall. She all honestly often falls into the background. She's one of the older girls. Um, kind of mm. like Hattie. We don't see Hattie very much, but once in a while, Hattie will pop up. It's a, mm. she's, a, she's around the same age as Hattie. Okay. I just yeah, can't wait. Good. And I'm so sad that the, the kids from like the first season have moved away. I know. I know. Like, don't you just wish that the kid who was like, I'm never leaving Coal Valley because yes. the girl that I'm going to marry is here. Yes. Don't you just wish that that yes. kid was still on the show yeah. and yeah. like 17 and like <laughs> yeah. trying to marry that girl? Wouldn't yeah. that be the best? Yes. That would be fun. Uh, but I thought this was a fun story with yes. this cute little letter. And yeah, mm-hmm. he goes to Abigail and Abigail. Cause I forget. It's like, um, do you remember the name on the note? I forgot to write it was down. Lo- it was, it's, well, it was, the, it, Lovey is what they figured out was. I don't remember. Uh, was it? Lucy, yeah. Lucy. That was it. Lucy. They thought it was Lucy, but then they realized it was Lovey. Yeah. yeah. But um, I, I think I liked this plot the most because yes. Bill was like, I don't have time to be helpful. Yeah. And it yeah. showed how Rudy is. Yeah. And she was like, Hey, bro, yeah, stop being so rude. Yeah, and I loved it. Yeah, like, finally, really somebody called Bill on his shenanigans. Yeah. And I was like, woo, woo, Laura, Laura, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I really did like that whole dynamic was really fun. Oh, and then seeing, then seeing Florence, that was so cool. Yeah. Um, oh, although I hope so that doesn't mean that Florence is like, oh, it made me remember what he saw in me and why he loved me. Because then it was like, you're so nice and you always see the positive. And I do not want that to be like a character changing moment for her. No, no, no. Because no, I no. love when she's no, all rude. Actually, what I'm hoping for is I'm hoping that that means that next season they'll find a love interest for her. It's like I'm yeah. wondering, I felt like maybe this was her finally making peace, like she could make peace with mm-hmm. the past. And 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 it and you know that means that she was remembering someone who who saw the best in her and that's what that's what the love of your life should do so now hopefully they'll bring on a guy 
who can who can can see the best in her you know because in many ways she has not quite the same but she has a similar personality to rosemary kind of being a little bit more i mean it's similar not yeah like a little catty and yeah 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 and so lee was able to see the best in rosemary so maybe they'll bring a guy on for for mm-hmm. Florence because now I feel like she I feel like she could actually move on. I really did. I had that sense that that storyline was telling us that maybe maybe because at that point they wouldn't have known there was going to be another season, yeah. but maybe they were setting her up for if there's another season. Yeah. I'm hoping. I'm hoping and I'm yeah. sure that all of those that are uh that are super supportive of of her character would agree with me that we're yeah. hope that we're hopeful. I just don't want Florence to get a love interest and for her to leave Molly in the dust or vice versa. I'm just like hashtag team Flomo all the way. <laughs> and I don't know, like I don't want them to be anything other than just like the best in the background. Well, they well or like okay. in the front. I want like like we said the other day, like let's have a web series that's just like the adventures of Flomo. Right. With, right. with Hickam. <laughs> like Well, they could bring in a couple yeah. guys then, you know, so they could have somebody from Yeah. They could bring I it they could bring really, in like a, like like some brothers or something. That would yeah. be really Oh that wait, you guys, good. do you remember when Florence really liked the fake pastor? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Oh, that was sad. Poor yes. Florence. <laughs> That. You know what? I take it back. I want her to fall in love. Yeah. But it was Although, I'm going to say, if I were a widow, I would just be like, and I'm done. Like, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I wouldn't um, be like, oh, something needs to mend my broken heart. I'd be like, my heart will stay widowed. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was sweet, though, when she reads the, the note. Yeah, it really it was. was. really a nice moment. Uh, so I enjoyed that. And then our final sort of plot point of the episode was mm. we find out that Mr. Bankman is going to take away Jack's land. Yes. And this is evidently there's some loophole in crazy Canadian finance or whatever banking yeah. that like allows them to take the land away from yeah. somebody who's making their monthly payments. Yeah. Um, and the thing about this, I'm like, if they wrote that into the contract, like, I guess that's fine. But they're going to have to return all of the money from the payments that he made, right? Yeah. I would think. I mean, it's hard to believe that, like, there's nobody who's not making their payments. Not in, like, in a world where they have been working on credit for, like, how long? There's no one who's not making their payments. I mean, come on. I and also, I do just have to complain. Like, bank guys, like, we're doing this. We got a cash offer. We're... This is how we're saving the bank. And I just I just can't believe that Abigail would be like, hmm, really? That seems a little rude. And he's like, you know what? She's right. I'm rude. I got to take it back. Like, once again, it's just unbelievable yeah. Abigail super guilt powers. And I just don't approve of that as a deus ex machina. Well, I, I have reached my tipping point on it. If she I, I, saves one more thing, <laughs> just guilting someone into doing her yeah. will, I am out. <laughs> I said she puts George Bailey to shame. I mean, he's got nothing on oh. I know. I don't. I, that was that was that was a very quick turnaround. I very very I, I mean, quick. I mean, you know, be, be, being the uh, um, the troublemaker that I am, I'm sure I would like to say I think it would have been 
I think it would have been a more interesting plot line, personally, if they if the the bank would have tried to take it away and they really could have fought for the land. But um, yeah, and yeah. like, and, and I don't I don't people. understand. I will never understand people in movies being like, oh, I will not take out a loan from the rich relative of mine. I, I will never be able to understand that. Like, just do it. It's not like a shameful thing to take out a loan. Right. Especially yeah. like take out a loan from someone with a good interest rate. Yeah. It's like yeah. Chesapeake Shores all over again. <laughs> dare you agree to loan me money. Or like, wouldn't it have also been interesting to see them actually just lose the land yeah i in many ways yeah. actually i had that same thought i thought it would be a point where you could really build character and the town having to come together and we have to start all over because that ha actually those kinds of things happened yeah and like the people who moved in don't know like oh this was jack and elizabeth's fancy yeah. dreamland and they right. just come in and they're like a nice family and they're trying yeah. to build their own land and everyone's like oh we yeah. hate you and you're like we just bought this land like right <laughs> <laughs> well it's kind of weird when you think about it because rosemary and leland live in the same track houses yeah. right yep. and they're yeah. just super rich right well that's because yeah, he's good with his money yeah <laughs> and Rosemary's just really generous. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess they're fine living in the, you know, in the married student yeah. housing uh, of, uh, of Hope Valley. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, this whole plot was kind of meh. Um, and you also get, so you have some conversations between Abigail and Gallen, and I, mm -hmm. uh, and and he's still trying to find backers or whatever. Florence is very upset with yes. Yes. Abigail for relying on Gowan. Right. And that was weird to me because it's not like that's her yeah. only thing. Like, why would you put out all of the feelers that you, I mean, you know, like. But that really <laughs> is her only thing. She's like, Gowan, find me someone <laughs> with money, bring them here, and I'll guilt them into participating. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So anyway, there's that, and then you get your uh, you get your cute little dinner between Rosemary and Lee, yeah. and then you find out that Jack has to go to somewhere, and I forget yeah. where, and uh, and he's gonna be gone for like a couple Two months. months. Two and months. Yep. Elizabeth is very upset, and yeah. and then she announces, "I'm gonna go with you." Yes. And so I guess they'll just close up the school. Are they gone? I guess. I know that was kind of well, well because she was getting she was going to go on her honeymoon. So instead of going to Chicago, so evidently it's either break time or something like that because uh, okay. they were gonna they were gonna go on a honeymoon. That's probably why she had to wait because who knows? Maybe she got married and she had to go back to work the next. Day. Yes. <laughs> and like i'm sorry no offense to elizabeth's education but really what do we learn in her class like support the just the yeah. word support which no, is no, fine no. but like that could wait for the next day she did experiments they've had science experiments That's had, I don't they, know. they've drawn things that robert brought the skunk um <laughs> her defense what did they learn in the schoolhouse usually with little house in the prairie mm -hmm. i mean i don't know not yeah. a whole lot they learn they would sometimes learn a few things but most of the time we saw them at recess and lunch yeah 
or, and the teacher might say one thing like, oh, we're going to have a party or we're going to, this is a big thing that we're, or there's going to be this big test coming up and we'd see them taking tests, but we didn't know what they were studying. So I guess all Canadian old timey school teachers are held up to the high, impossibly high standard of Miss Stacy from Anne of Green Gables and no one will ever live up to it. True. That's true. That's true. All right. So, uh, but but I but as going back to like the thing with Jack with Elizabeth and Jack, I knew he was going to get called away. Right, I, I just had the sense he's going to get called away, and I hadn't even watched the preview any previews. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure some Hardys were already ready for that because they'd seen because they they go and they look up all the spoilers, and I don't. Oh, but, then we do got our goodbye where we see yes. Pastor Frank taking Philip oh. to the uh, the the children's hospital. I nearly and, cried. I nearly cried. Actually, I kind of tears were welling up. Do you guys think this is going to be the last time we'll ever see Philip? I I don't. I I I tend to think they're going to bring him back. I think so too. He's just too cute. Yeah, because but, he's. He's a fan favorite. I just don't see how they can bring him back without bringing back Nile Matter. Well, you never know. They could always bring him back. Yeah. I'm just saying. But that group hug, the group hug was adorable. I was Oh my goodness. I was was still like, what is Anna doing there? (laughs) It was so cute. Oh, come on. just get off Anna, okay? I know. I will get. I will be over this with Anna once she apologizes <laughs> for something to the person whom she's injured. Okay. I guess her character does need some reformation. The girl who plays her is wonderful. Oh yeah, and like, and she does a great job. And it's not her yeah. fault that the writers I are know. like, I know. have only apologized to Elizabeth, never <laughs> apologized to the kid. Right. Like, that's not her fault. Right. Right. <laughs> But uh, no. I thought it was real cute, like yeah. Opal's there and yeah. Cody and everybody, and, yeah. and they have that card with all their signatures. It was super. Well, maybe they'll explore Anna's family history because I don't even know who Anna's family is. Yeah. I don't know who the parents are. Maybe that's part of the problem. Yeah. yeah. Well, didn't they come to complain when uh, when her? Well, we didn't, yeah. We. Oh, yeah. They're they're so involved. That, they're not yeah. they're not uninvolved yeah that's they right. can, they complained that her paper was ripped that's right that's okay no. so, yeah. so she's not neglected that's that's not an excuse <laughs> right well but maybe she has a bad example at home i don't know well obviously they're willing to come and complain when, uh, <laughs> when their daughter i mean oh anyway yes yeah, so that was the episode i'm pretty much covered everything and yeah. I enjoyed this episode actually. Like yeah. for me, I even liked the Bill plot line. I, I thought Philip mm-hmm. was cute. It made me think about all my weird eye stuff. Yep. And uh, yeah, I just, and now you guys know <laughs> if I don't have good eye contact, why? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just don't have good eye contact because there's literally no one in the room with me <laughs> and everyone's faces are right by me. So I'm just like, I don't want to just keep looking at myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, we hope you guys enjoyed our uh, Once Upon a Time podcast that we had yesterday with our friend Mike Bloom. That was super fun for us. And uh, and then we also had our interview with Hannah Peterson this week, and that was really fun. We have, uh, coming up this weekend on Hallmark, we have Home by Spring uh, on Saturday, and this looks really cute with uh, Kix Brooks and Stephen yes. McQueen yes. and Poppy Drayton. I think it's going to be a, a cute one. 
Mary Margaret Humes. Yes. And, uh, and then we have another episode of When Calls the Heart coming on Sunday and your Meet the Pete's. Yep. And so a lot of fun stuff coming up. And, yeah. and then next week we are going to be doing our episode on the recent non-royal movies. So we'll talk about Sweetest Heart and, uh, and Home by Spring and some of the other, uh, other ones. So that should be really fun. We'll look forward to that. And, uh, so thanks so much. And, uh, Ruth, where can people find you? People can find me at my website, which is mydevotionalthoughts.net. And then on Twitter and Facebook, um, well, actually, I should know this. Let me rephrase that. Twitter and Instagram, Ruth Hill 74. And then on Facebook, you can look up my devotional thoughts and there's a, there's a webpage. Awesome. Great. And Amber, where can people find you? As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and YouTube. And I just had my review of Ready Player One post this week, so make sure you check that out. And uh, and you can make sure you're following us, uh, the podcast, on Twitter and Instagram, Homer Peace Pod. And we post daily and uh, we have some interviews that we have hopefully coming up that we're really excited about that we'll uh, let you know about. And uh, so thanks again. And we will uh, talk, talk when it comes to heart next week.